0: Hi there, I'm Maddie Savage, and this is the Stockholmer podcast where we check in with the most passionate and innovative people in Sweden's capital.
1: The Stockholmer. I gave up 21 months of my life for this project. I spent every penny I had to help those kids to maintain their mental health.
0: Imad el was so worried about the impact of war on children around the world that he quit his engineering job to try and find a solution. The result is the first storybook about a refugee hero. And it's now going into production after a successful campaign on the crowdfunding site Kickstarter. The stockholmer.
1: The boat hardly had enough space for all of them. And everybody got to put on life jackets for safety. While putting on her life jacket, Sarah met a boy her age. The boy smiled at Sarah and said, Is it your first time at the sea? Oh, I'm Ireland, by the way. Sarah answered, I'm Sarah. Yes, it's my first time.
0: Imad El-Abdallah, thank you so much for sharing uh, an extract from your book, Sarah's Journey. Tell us about this this brand new refugee hero, the first in the world, really, in in this book, which is aimed at six to, to thirteen year olds.
1: This book is uh, I I'm trying to make it as a global solution for for kids who have uh, witnessed war and displacement anywhere on earth. It talks about it's it's bringing them, bringing them a hero that uh, looks like them and shares their experiences, have walked in their shoes, but at the same time, it turns all those. Uh, horrible experiences into an epic adventure she has her f- her friends from the nature where they guide her on the way she can talk to the sea and she can talk to the Sun so she she gets guidance about how things work and that way explains to her her reality so she can process everything around her and she maintained she maintains her happiness
0: but who is she where has she come from what has happened to her that's displaced her in the first place
1: uh, actually Sarah comes from nowhere uh is just, just a little girl that have been living in a very nice place with a swing uh somewhere around the world so there are no places mentioned and in the story she 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 gets to know about how war happens but she doesn't have to know about who who whom to blame and why and then she has to move somewhere she lives she moves into a refugee camp and then she has to cross to the other side of the sea somewhere it's also not mentioned and uh, all the time she, she could maintain her happiness, find new friends because she loses friends. And uh, she's like, um, she's a role model for those children who, who face those challenges. So it's like raising the children's self-esteem and making them accept reality around them, accept themselves and accept the people around them.
0: So when did you come up with the idea?
1: me a lot of time for, for of thinking because when i came here to sweden as a refugee i was also devastated because i was covering the war in syria i was filming the war it took me a while to heal myself and uh and i thought to myself if 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 it took me a conscious adult if it took me that long time and lot that long research to find ways to to neutralize things for me how would it sound for children and um yeah, things looked very beautiful from the outside because I was working in a good company here, but uh, I, I couldn't forget. And then I was like, I thought, it's time to leave to help those kids to maintain their mental health.
0: So you'd come to Sweden, you'd got asylum, you'd got a great job, you're working as an engineer. And then you just had this burning idea that you had to tell Sara's story. Right now, it's done really well on Kickstarter you've got a whole bunch of volunteers charities educational professionals involved uh, but how did you do that
1: I gave up 21 months of my life for this project full time it started with a road trip I spent every pens I, I had because when I worked with engineering for for a year here I saved money for for, for the trip so when I stopped working I uh, I bought a car an old car I named her Kate. <laughs> And I have my stuff in it, and uh, I, I hit the road about about many countries. I tried to analyze how how people communicate and how do they love each other and what separates them and what what generates fear. And at the same time, I was volunteering with the Red Cross and other organizations trying to help refugees who are coming here. So I was researching for for, for a long time, going to some countries, sometimes <laughs> pretending I'm not Syrian as well. I, I speak five languages, so I could like go into those societies and sometimes sitting with racist people, sometimes sitting with leftist people. Uh, actually, uh, the story I was building building it uh, our, even with kids when I was volunteering with Red Cross over there. So I was testing it on kids, or when they are coming on the way, and I was telling them something, and they were getting fascinated, and with the questions that they were asking, so I was try- fixing the story with it. And then I came up with the idea, okay, it should be a book because this is uh, this is a cheap model that can be spread among many kids and doesn't need electricity. And uh, I actually knocked many doors in different countries. I got m- much rejection and I got much acceptance. Some people helped with the word, some people helped with the smile, some people didn't help at all. And uh, it was uh, financially very tough, but uh, I, uh, I didn't give up.
0: And so... Where are you now? With the money from the Kickstarter campaign, what do you hope to do?
1: With the money from the Kickstarter campaign, we will be able to print the first thousand books and um, donate much books to refugee children through an NGO in the Middle East. At the same time, we'll have the book. Now it's in English, so it will be in Arabic and Swedish. And hopefully in the future, we'll translate to other languages. Uh, at the same time, we're, uh, we will redo the illustrations with the supervision of a psychologist, so we want the, uh, we want a s- certain type of illustrations with a lot of fantasy, where kids can fl- fly away from their reality when they're reading.
0: So you believe this is the first real refugee hero or, or heroine? she's a, a girl, which is relevant. Yeah. We'll talk about it later. But I mean, there've been wars going on for centuries and and the, the current war in Syria where you you're from has been going what six years now. so yeah. why do you think it's taken this long for someone to to use fiction in this way?
1: Um, actually there' been, there'd been some tries after the the second world war There's a, there, there was a film for but for adults actually. Usually organizations, they, they try to send psychologists to some, to some children, but you can't send a psychologist to every child, and that's what made me make the book. I think less people would take, would take the, the courage to put time and effort through this. Uh, I started the book with an engineering. Uh, I wanted to engineer a tool before, before writing a story. So um, we are re- doing the research about how to, uh, to to embed therapy tools for kids all the metaphors in the book, they are based on uh, cognitive therapy, which is like you bring the, the children into, into uh, the same environment, but with a safe uh, feeling. So they have, they have a better story that go- overlays the, 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 the old story. And uh, we tried here on, on kids in, uh, in refugee children in, uh, in Stockholm. And um, the results, they were, they were very good. We, we asked them to to draw their, their to draw their experiences, and they've been drawing horrible stuff and then we read the story uh, I brought uh, like professionals from theater so they can read interactively with them with the kids and uh, by the end they they started to draw and the difference was super big uh, even uh, Swedish kids and European children they love it it broadens their perspective of the world. And uh, they get to know about all those the experiences of refugee children, but in a soft way, in a gentle way.
0: Do you see it as an anti-racism tool, in terms of offering a wider perspective to perhaps children's families that 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 end up reading this book that aren't pro-immigration?
1: Um, it's a story of inclusion. The basics of the story are peaceful dialogue, listening to others and having uh, conversations. So uh, I hope it will bring an impact because it opens ways of communication, even if they have conflicts between each other. And uh, it shows the beauty of diversity and gender equality and looking at others not from not by pity, but by uh, shared values.
0: So part of the book is about leaving your home being displaced, going on a journey, but some of it's also about what happens when you end up somewhere new. Yeah. Uh, what are the the main challenges of integration for children in particular?
1: When children change environment, the norms in the new society of what is beautiful and what is successful and what is worthy, they differ from a place to place. And here's where the children they get into an identity gap. They get into an identity problem. And uh, some of their parents, they they succeed to to give them support. And many of the parents, they they fail because themselves, they are suffering and uh, they're struggling. Um, What I try to do here with uh, with the kids is uh, let them find home within themselves, accepting themselves wherever they go, the way they are. So you won't be just like the stranger who doesn't know what to do. And wanted to bring a female hero where she doesn't need help from a male hero. She is a hero herself and she's an independent person uh, all the time.
0: That's tricky because even in some families, displaced families, there isn't gender equality in the home. And so there's a, a very different message that the, the kids will be receiving from, from the book and their own daily lives.
1: Yeah. Um, bringing, uh, bringing gender equality in stories... Where you don't give instructions, but you bring role models. It will get the children to absorb it and uh, understand it, uh, rather than taking it as an order.
0: It sounds like Sara has inspired you along the way. H- how would you define that?
1: Um, Sarah is a part of me. <laughs> And uh, it's based on my story and it's based on many stories I've heard from many kids and I've, or many kids I've seen and I took it taken care of yeah it's uh, it's about seeing seeing the bright side in dark moments it just shows you a spot of light at the end of the tunnel
0: You've been listening to The Stockholmer with Maddie Savage. And that was the last episode of Season 2. But don't forget, you can download any shows you've missed using the Acast app, iTunes, or you can listen through our website. Many thanks to all our sponsors for this series Mundus International, Craft Academy, Universal Avenue, and Vault and also to everyone working behind the scenes, including Anna Gustafsson for many of our photos, Benoit Derrière for sound production assistance, Simeon Ghost for permission to use their music, and Richard Stevens for designing our logo. And most importantly, thank you to our fantastic guests and to you guys for listening in.